KW calling. I'm on international frequency. Come in. Knuckle up again. Make me want to dance. You know, what is this? What does this represent? Uh, because this isn't just about soda. <laughs> Hello, beans. This is Dave. And. Hello! Don't judge me! So if you play in the dark and play with darkness, sometimes that darkness bites back. Surprisingly, and just not something you expect. I am in that dark place right now. As you may guess from my last episode, there, uh, you know, the dedication episode. Just going through some things right now, and um, we have an episode here, uh, episode 60 right now. With uh, this guy, it was actually recorded two weeks ago, and uh, prior to this dark area of life I'm going through right now, and it, it was a definitely a, a happier time for me, and uh, I was lucky enough to have Lydia on, and we had a really good time, and my uh, executive producer, Teddy, was actually in the room with me, uh, he usually was sitting, watching, and anytime I edited, he was always under my desk, on my feet, keep my feet warm. Uh, very uncomfortable for him, but yeah, now uh, he has since passed, as you know or you don't know. He was a good dog, he was my best friend, and uh, our son of 13 and a half years. Yes, he was our son yeah, over here, and I uh, missed. It's never going to get easier. But the show we have coming up here, it was really good, significantly so. And we have uh, some punk rock music for you, some great bands. That Lydia found, Lydia Peaver, my co-host, who you'll be hearing a lot of lately and in the future. A um, couple of things I do want to announce real quick. A friend of mine, Mark Bates, his band, Fight Machine, will be opening for a big-name group. Il Nino is in town. They're going to be at Alter Bar in Pittsburgh October 15th. And my buddy Mark Bates and his band, uh, Fight Machine, will be opening. That's a big deal. That's a big deal. Uh, definitely get some exposure out of that. We're going to have Mark Bates on at some point. He's a really good guitarist. And let's see, Zombie Fest is this Saturday. I don't know if anybody listening will be in the Pittsburgh area. But uh, if you are going to be in the Pittsburgh area, or if you're already in the Pittsburgh area, uh, this Saturday, definitely go to Zombie Fest. What is the date on that anyway? What is? Let me ask my lovely assistant here. 
Hey, uh, what's the date on Zombie Fest? It's like this Saturday, right? Nah, I'm running out of time. That's what I thought. Alright, yeah, yeah. So it is it's October 12th. I apologize for dead air, but not that. Sorry. Sometimes you gotta leave the studio. Um, that is October 12th, Zombie Fest in Pittsburgh. We will be there. Me and Nelson will be there. Uh, Nelson Piles, my lovely assistant, Ms. D, with her crafts. Nelson Piles will be selling his book, Demons, Dolls, and Milkshakes. He'll have other books there for you if he doesn't sell out this time. I should have my books there as well that I'm in um, Big Book of Bizarro. And, of course, Westward Hose, if you're into Western horrific uh, stories. I, they're definitely horror stories, predominantly, but in a Western environment. And those publications, of course, brought to you by uh, Rich Bottles and Gary Vincent over at Burning Bulb Publishing. Great guys. And, uh, I, let's see, another announcement. I, I have to congratulate uh, my buddy Chris Rickard of LJ's Books. And uh, she's living the dream right now. Uh, apparently, she has her new partner, Peter Beagle, the famous Peter Beagle. And now it's, uh, the bookstore's called Rickard and Beagle Books, and she's really pleased. It's the same place. I don't know of any moving around going on. I know within the store she's got a lot going on, but check out, check out Chris Rickard. Check her out on Facebook and check out LJ's Books, and I, I don't know if they, I, they may have a new page, and if they do, it is now under Rickard and Beagle Books. If not, coming soon. All right, and uh, now let's get into this punk rock episode, our O-Town Punk, with the, uh, Help of Lydia Peaver, uh, my co-host in this episode, and many more to come. She's great. And thanks again for listening. Oh, and you know what? I should add this. I screwed up with the bands later on. When you hear one of the bands, the third band is actually more of a... has a ministry vibe to it that I was leading into, and I said they sound like the Cheats. Not true. Pittsburgh, the Cheats. I'd say this band that you're going to hear, I believe... Sooner, well, the second band you hear is the Sewer Rats, and they reminded me of the Cheats, Pittsburgh's own band, the Cheats, which I do love. And good stuff. I, I just messed that up again. Happier times, and I'm a little screwed up right now, but enjoy this. Fiends, back again. And I'm not alone. And, uh, well, who's with me? I don't know. I can't find her. Where is she? Hello. Hi, it's me, Lydia. Lydia's back again. Thank you so much. And uh, I have to thank her more than I normally do because she just totally introduced me to three new bands that kick some major fucking ass. And I'm totally impressed. I'm so glad I have new music this weekend. And I'm not going to tell you what weekend because I don't know when I'm going to play this episode. And you don't care because you don't listen anyway. All right, so, Lydia, help me out here. My God, so this is why we couldn't get together a few nights because apparently you were going to these bands' concerts? Yeah, pretty much. There was a four-stroke show where they had a CD release, and that's one of the bands we're going to talk about and let you listen to. Um, they're an Ottawa band. They've been around for a long time. And they were having their show alongside a reunion show for the Sewer Rats, which was a new band to me, but old to everyone else here in Ottawa. But I'm an import, so it was new to me, and I'm so sad they're not out of band anymore because I like them a lot. Which way and it's the Sewer Rats, not Four Stroke. Uh, Four Stroke is the first band. That's right. the Subprime Spree okay. is a song we're going to hear from Four Stroke, and then Sewer Rats do Drunk on Your Blood, and a lot of everything they do is awesome. The music's awesome. Now, do you know? Do you know these guys like as human beings or otherwise? 
yeah, Forrestroke, Ken Vermin has become a good friend. Um, Forrestroke, um, it was probably eight years ago, the first time I saw them, they came to North Bay. A friend of mine is a promoter and she's in some bands and she had Forrestroke come down because uh, they're super popular in Ottawa and other places in Canada. They played the U.S. as well, I believe. And they came to North Bay. And a few la- years later, us, uh, like some friends from North Bay, came up to Ottawa to see them play here with uh, the Creeps from Ottawa. And since I've lived here, I've seen them as often as I can. They always put on an amazing show. They're, I, I adore them. They're good people. And the front man, Ken, he's great people. He and I do sushi sometimes. And I see him at other shows, too. He's a big supporter of the scene here. And they're great live. Just so Ottawa, like Ottawa, have a big punk rock scene right now. I mean, I'm I'm so curious. And they always have. They always always have. Like we'd go out. We'd like North Bay has a good punk scene, but we'd come up here for shows all the time because the local bands here, not for shows from bands that are playing internationally, but the local scene here is super strong. I'm totally impressed by what I've heard and. I, again, I you know your your friends and fans may not understand. I grew up in New York, and you know, late well, kid of the seventies, eighties. I went through the whole hair metal phase, and a lot of great punk rock in New York. Uh, I won't say it came from anywhere else. There was some good stuff in L.A. and mostly metal from Texas, just incredible. But you know, punk rock from Canada. This is like I love that I'm hearing new sounds at my age. And these three bands, I'm so impressed. I really do appreciate you introducing me to these bands. I figured you'd like them because I know we have a lot of the same taste in a lot of music. Like yeah. we're talking about our taste in music, how it it hits sometimes and it misses a lot of times. Yes, <laughs> and it it hits and misses on an industrial. It hits and misses in metal. But I think punk. A lot of time we seem to we, we agree. Right on. So I, yeah. I figured you'd like some some of this. I don't know if maybe punk's a little easier to homogenize. Yeah, well, or, garage. You know, it's it's three three chords and usually three guys. You know, and there's so much you can do with that. But it it has to do with energy. It's all about energy. Yeah. These three bands, my God, they fucking have energy unbelievable they do and they're all basically really really distinct and separate subgenres of punk yeah every band is so different i like that each one sounds different and everybody's you know people that don't like punk rock are like oh they all sound the same because you're not listening to enough of it that's why it sounds the same to you you can say mm-hmm. that about any genre and i mean i hate kanye west but <sighs> I feel like a hypocrite by saying all hip-hop sounds the same. No, I guess if you like something, some of it sounds different, whatever. I just don't pay attention to it. But I'm not a hypocrite. I'm not, I'm not going to say... I really am not a hypocrite. When it comes down to it, it's like, all right, there's different uh, fluctuations within and everything. Uh, uh, you know what? I can't say anything good about it. Uh, I tried. All right, anyway, back to punk rock. That um, <laughs> was a valiant effort, sir. I, I, I tried. I tried really hard. So bad. I try. I just there's nothing good about pop music right now. I just I hate it all. So uh, all right, anyway, so these guys we we're just talking about. Uh, four stroke. Yeah, four stroke. Yeah. All right. You, you, um, you know other. I don't know when they're playing next. I want to go see them again. But last I heard, they're looking for a drummer and a bass player, which is kind of rare that a band loses out on two members all of a sudden. But wow. people move. Things change, and. So yeah, I'm hoping to see them again, but the song that we're going to hear is Subprime Spree. They're not necessarily a politipunk band at all, but uh, this is one of their angrier, more political and, and financially driven songs. Fantastic. Let's play it now. Shit to you, parked right on it. 
Okay, and that was Four Stroke with Subprime Spree. Awesome song. We're gonna play another one shortly from another band. I just have to. I, I have to tell this story real quick. Um, last night, uh, my sister called me, who's mm, a little bit younger than you, and I. Um, I didn't know this, but I took her to her one of her favorite shows of all time. Now you have to keep in mind. Back to the Kanye West and all that pop shit. Segue, everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, she's really into the L.A. pop scene and Adele and all that. I'm not going to put Adele down. I'm not going to put that, that stuff down. It's just, you know, I've been there, done that, uh, whatever. Um, but she she congratulated me. She's like, listen, you know, you took me to one of the best shows I've ever been to. And I have to thank you because it helped me in my management position. I was like, what? She got a job in a prestigious restaurant out in L.A., and there was a girl she didn't get along with who didn't respect her because my sister's, I don't want to say prissy, but she's definitely, she's a girly girl. And this girl, dreadlocked, drummer in a heavy metal band, and didn't respect my sister. And um, yeah, I was going to sick Lydia Peaver on her, but I, I decided I'd hold back, hold back a little bit. Right, so, <laughs> so the girl, at the end of the day, takes her, um, takes her uniform off and she's wearing a Pantera shirt. And my sister's like, hey. I saw them, and my sister's this little thing, a little tiny girl. Yeah, she's like, I saw them, and the girl turned to her, and she's like, you? Like, in a deep voice, you? And she's like, yeah, I saw them. My brother, I, he took me to see them. It was the best show I ever saw. It was, it was Deftones, White Zombie, White Zombie, folks, and Pantera, and it was her first metal show ever. They're going back to 99. And it was, oh my God, what a show. And the girl was just like, you've got to be kidding me, you? And now the girl's like her best friend. <laughs> now, Turning this around, my sister calls me, thanks me for all that, and I was just like, wait, yeah, and you got to see a legend that night. You got to see Dimebag Daryl. She's like, who? (laughs) Jesus Christ. You inflated me and stuck the balloon with a goddamn dagger. How do you not know who Dimebag... She's like, who's Dimebag... He died. He got killed on stage in Ohio. He is the guitarist for Pantera... She didn't know who it was. I was like, listen, you're lucky she didn't drill you because she would have drilled you if you didn't know who Dimebag was at this point. Just totally deflated the whole experience for me. <laughs> well, for you, at least luckily, luckily, through the power and magic of music, she, she didn't have any conversation about Diamond, Dimebag, Daryl. <laughs> right, right. I love that you said Diamond, too, because he was Diamond earlier on. He, he, yeah, Abbott and was I prefer diamond. that. I'm kind of anti, well, not anti-drug, yes. but I'm anti-drug. I know, right, right. But I even, dude, I have the four cassettes they did as a hair band, like way back before they even found Phil. So, and they, he was Diamond Daryl back then. He wasn't Dimebag. People get on me about that, but it's true. Now, a little segue there. Uh, that you know, that's my musical story for the night. Um, let's let's get back into the punk rock phase. Uh, what's this next band you got? Yeah, Sewer Rats, who I don't really know anyone in Sewer Rats, but there's, like, connections, like any good, you know, Ottawa band, everyone's really, like, highly nepotistic and (laughs) super, like, you know, what's that word when cousins fuck cousins? (laughs) Um, Incestuous, that's it. I thought you were going to say Cleveland. Okay, never mind. <laughs> yeah, we're super Cleveland here in Ottawa. So Cleveland, <laughs> nah, it's that's a personal thing for me. But uh, yeah, no, yeah, whatever. I just saw a bad show there. But anyway, moving on. Yes. So um, when I went to see Four Stroke last, they had their pals, the Sewer Rats, play. That are a defunct band. They've been dead since two thousand eight, and like Four Stroke's been around since two thousand three, and they're still kicking. So the um, bass player. Yeah, the bass player for Four Stroke is a guitar player and singer for Sewer Rats. 
and oh, they nice. played their last show according to punkoddwa.com on Halloween 2008. So that's how long they've been dead for. Wow. Dead rats. <laughs> so, like, I don't know much about them, except that I wish that they were still around, because I really, really like them, because before they were playing with First Star, I was like, well, I'll check out this, this guys the band, and I fell in love with them. Specifically, the song that we're going to hear, Drunk on Your Blood, that's a great tune. I know you love that. that you, you, you and seeing them that. play live? Yeah. Well, it's a little vampiric. I mean, I can't it can't hurt a little blood never hurts dude that's a soundtrack to your freaking book man kinda come on oh it's a soundtrack to lots I mean yeah <laughs> that's a great song it was awesome to see it play live too like I was I was really I was really glad that I got to catch that cause I don't know if that'll ever ever happen again um so there's like loads of other bands named the Sewer Rats are kind of hard to find online I I lucked out cause there was a link for the show to their band camp but then when I went looking for it again, it was like, wow, there's like all these bands in the world named Sewer Rats. That's useful. So it's sewer-rats at Bandcamp. But they're not 100% horror punk, but there are horror and violent elements in there. So oh, yeah. I thought you'd like them. I love this song. Uh, absolutely. All right. Introduce the song. Let's play it. So yeah, Drunk on Your Blood by the Sewer Rats. Fantastic. <laughs> was Drunk on Your Blood by Sewer Rats and as David had pointed out kind of vampire theme, bloody theme kind of like my books and there's other news you were telling me about uh, another author we know Oh absolutely, Nelson W. Pyle's Horror Realm took place, well it was last weekend and um, he was signing for his book uh, Demons, Dolls and Milkshakes, great book we both read it. Oh, I loved it It was so much fun. Yeah it's I, I I know it's a Jersey guy, so I always go Kevin Smith. It's like if Kevin Smith wrote a horror novel, 
because the wit is there. The Jersey wit, it's it just shines through in everything they do. They can't help that. But his is... I've never seen a take on demons quite like this. No, it's that tempered wit, and it is... It, it's perfect for who he's, the voices that he's writing in. It works so, so well, and it's so believable, and exactly what you want out of a, out of a demon in that predicament. And a good laugh at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I like that he goes into crypt, well, cryptozoology quite a bit, but maybe not so much. I'm not going to give that part away. That's something we all have to find out on our own. It's a lot of fun, and definitely a geological uh, New Jersey nightmare. We'll just go with that, and I'll end that segment right there. But he is, as we speak, he is doing a panel. Oh, God. I just went to and fro. As we record <laughs> this, <laughs> as we record this, he is at Horror Realm doing a panel discussion on horror, which I should get a copy of, and we'll see about that later. We talk, I talked with Nelson earlier today. We are talking about death metal, because he introduced me to a band, uh, supposedly the first female metal band in, in uh, North America. I don't know if, if this is true. I told him that all of Norway and Sweden will come and destroy me if I say that. But um, these girls go back to 1985 because I watched a video. Um, I guess they're about my age. The girl had to have been about 15 when they formed the band. But I'm going to have a female death metal band on very shortly. But when I think of death metal and pure doom rock, I always go with Vader. I don't know if you're familiar with Vader. Um, And this is not really a Star Wars reference (laughs) like I normally do. But um, just today, I mean, I was listening. I went back. I had to listen to Privilege of the Gods, which is one of the best doom death metal songs I've ever heard in my life and of course uh, I the other reason why I say this is Morbid Angel has another album coming out and uh, it's coming out very soon and Morbid Angel still one of the first death metal shows I ever witnessed I can't believe they're still going I, I don't know how well death metal does out by you uh, very well yeah. very very well okay oh my gosh yeah we have that same sort of northern Ontario cold frozen heart lost in the bleak blinding white kind of vibe going on here. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Love it. Um, And if if, uh, death metal was ever to merge with punk in any sense and formation, I have to go with Ministry's last 12 years because they're... Yeah. It's so metal. They're so metal. They're not industrial anymore. It's metal, borderline, death metal. If you listen and people will destroy me for this, but Ministry right now, you've got to pick up their shit in the last 12 years. They're amazing. From Beer to Eternity just came out. However, um, I bought a new live, a new live DVD CD that just came out, uh, and I bought it because Mike Skasha is on the cover, and I thought it was so cool that Al Jorgensen put him on the cover, and paid homage to the, his dead brother. Which uh, this guy brought everything to their to their sound. What an incredible guitarist! I met him, nicest guy in the world, and um, it's again uh, this new one is just what's it called? I have it sitting right here. It's called. Uh, Enjoy the quiet live at Vakken. Vakken 2012 Ministry. Pick it up, man. Give uh, give some love to the band because uh, and do it for Mike Skasha and two live DVDs and a live CD that'll blow your mind. Even if you love death metal, if you love punk rock, it, it, this is the shit. And, and I'm gonna leave it at that. And uh, we do have another band coming up. This is probably the worst segue in the world, but I don't care. No, it's okay. It's rough, but I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm like sitting here going, I love the new Ministry album, and I just want to say that. Well, yeah, I thought, now, we talked earlier. I wasn't sure you liked it. No, I did. I, I did like it a lot. No, when I said I had a lot to say, but it was mostly just like when I was flapping my hands there, you can't see it on air, but um, I'm all like, I'm feeling, I'm feeling the wave. Yeah, no, there's some ministry I don't like. Their previous album I wasn't so excited about is all right. Okay, that's but, fair. But, uh, yeah, um, 
I, I like this, and I like I like a lot of the the F the Fox News Agency kind of attitude. <laughs> That's that, all Al Jorgensen, man. Oh my gosh! It, yeah, he's he's screaming it loud in this one, and I find like you no, know, you're right with the the metal influence and and Ministry being like this like a weird slurry sludge pile for yeah. a lot of musical tastes, and it all coming out sounding good somehow out of the meat grinder that Ministry is. The last album, though, I find they they touch back on a lot more industrial roots. They do. They did not including the the dub style. No, not that. Bit, yeah, which is great. I love it too, but I mean, they do. They they got their speed back. Yes, and they got their anger back, and yes. they got their their violent volume back. Oh yes, and yeah, for a last album, which it might be or should be, is it supposed to be? Right, like every other last album, but it keeps now. He, he now he has his new book out. The book is is supposed to be amazing. Uh, I can't wait to read this thing. Uh, and, and you know, a lot of people put down Ministry because they go with they're like, oh, it's industrial, it's techno. No. See them live. What they do live will blow you, you the your shoes yeah, like, right it, off. They're your a feet. metal band. They, it, it's incredible what they do live. It, it just they they it's ten times better than what you hear on that disc. It, it, they'll do their techno songs from the eighties and do the metal now, and it's just like, are you kidding? This is what it's supposed to sound like. And Al even said that. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, we have a third band here. I'm sorry, guys. I I know I, I go I blow up with Ministry. <laughs> It's my favorite band in the world, next to Pantera, and all right, take it from you, Lydia. I need to shut up. That's, yeah, I know. We're talking about live bands. I haven't seen these guys live yet. I know one of my pals, Scott Jeff, plays bass in this band, and a few weeks ago, I popped by his house to see another friend of mine I know that lives there, and they were rehearsing in the basement, and I've been told a couple times that I need to see Silent Order, the band that we're going to listen to, cool. and... Uh, I was told that I'd like them. And people tell me that a lot, but the people that were telling me I would like them, I believed. And when I heard them rehearsing, I was like, oh, MG, I need to see these guys. And I missed them several times just due to scheduling. I keep meaning to see them. Uh, so they play tomorrow night at the Dominion Tavern, and I'm really hoping that I go, because I, I can never tell <laughs> if I'm going to make it to anywhere. But, uh, yeah, I really want to see them play. Uh, I'm pretty sure I've met a couple guys in the band aside from Jeff. So yeah, they're they're really awesome Ottawa band, and they're Ottawa band. The other two bands, Sewer Rats and Four Start, that we listen to are like older, defunct, and and long term mainstay punk bands of Ottawa. And these are uh, newer guys. Okay, cool. What song are we about to hear? We're gonna hear "Survive the Darkness" by Silent Order. All right, "Survive the Darkness" it is. Yeah. 
that was Silent Order with Survive the Darkness. What do you think? I love, I absolutely love that. I love that. I I don't know how much um, punk you get from here these days, but do you know the cheats at all? Are you familiar no. With the cheats? Okay, I have to. Well, next time around when I have you on, we're gonna have to do some of them. I played them on my last episode. They've been on like at least uh, five episodes. I, I just love the purity of their sound, and that's what I kind of affiliate with that band just then too. Cool. Okay. So on your last aired episode, how do we miss that? How do we miss punk rock? Uh, went up on. Well, it's a different one. Uh, go back to episode fifty-seven. Okay, I will. Yeah, it's up now. Um, this is a weird ending here because I, it's something that is really coming up in the metal world these days. The resurgence, and I, I, I chuckle when I say dragon rock or Dungeons and Dragons music that was introduced by Ronnie James Dio, and I love him. But um, this, you know, medieval metal that there's such a resurgence of it right now. When you go to like Ghost BC, which is totally holding the satanic candle for like King Diamond and um, and uh, just satanic music, and then you have like this band Orchid. Uh, I heard today Stoner Rock, a, band, a song called Wizard of War. I mean, these okay. are literally you're rolling the dice and playing Dungeons and Dragons here. Um, now Ghost Ghost BC sounds like. Um, Blue Oyster Cult on crack. They really do. They, they Seriously, they're a total satanic band. But they sound like Blue Oyster Cult, which goes back to classic rock. It's just a weird fusion right now. I don't know what you see these days. No, it's it's probably speaking to all these people playing these tabletop D&D type role-playing games. I was one 20, year, 20 years ago. I was one of those guys. I, I, I played a little bit of riffs. I played a little bit oh, of D&D in my day. Love yeah. it. Ah, oh, nice. I, that's where I learned the term railgun. <laughs> but um, I was a LARPer, so oh that's a whole different kettle of fish. I don't know where the LARPer in, influenced metal is going to come from, but... You're, you're still a LARPer. No. <laughs> I'm absolutely not still a LARPer. It's hard for, enough for me to go out of my house and brush my hair, let alone dress up and do stuff. Yikes. <laughs> nice. But yeah, um, no, I want to check out this Orchid band. That sounds good. Orchid, cool. yeah. Spell like it sounds. Stoner Rock. Wizard of War was the song I heard today. Um, a lot of Stoner Rock out there right now. Uh, you could, oh, God, there's so much of it. It's a genre all its own. It's the punk rock of the metal scene right now, meaning it's just <sighs> kind of like this uh, genre beyond a genre. Just it, it's It's been big for a couple of years. It's a throwback to the 70s sound. See, I'm not I'm not a Stoner Rock fan at all, and I'm not like a Shoegaze fan. I'm not like a, um, ooh, I don't know, I'm not even a melodic metal fan usually, but a, satan- a satanic, melodic, epic metal, like Halloween, listen to some Candlemas. If, if yes. they revamp those guys, I'm all right. Oh, that. man, that's good stuff. Well, Ghost BC. Look up Ghost BC and listen, look, look for the song Ritual. That's the one you want to hear tonight before you go to bed. It'll help you sleep. <laughs> <laughs> is that the same ghost that's been playing in Toronto so often? Probably. Uh, they have the the white, they have voodoo face makeup, and the guy dresses like dressed like a priest, and they scared. Some yeah, one of my uh, former of models, and one of my models, like one of my friends, a close friend of mine, Morgan. She does a lot of uh, fetish modeling, and she's modeled for me, and she's just a, an amazing human being. She just got a, an epic ghost tattoo on her arm. It's, oh. it's beautiful stuff. Well, enjoy it. I that I recommend. It's it's still a throwback to seventies, and then they go right into this crazy thrash stuff too. But I have some veteran metalheads that went and saw them and actually were afraid in the daylight. 
when they saw yes. them. I don't know that I could be afraid by a metal band, but uh, they they were just like, wow, these guys are for real. And they they do come across as really meaning it. <laughs> cool. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, well, I, I get to, I missed them twice. I <laughs> was in Toronto and I could have seen them. I've missed them. Same with every, like, I miss more bands than I see. It's a fact. Oh, I know. It happens. It happens. Uh, they come and go so quick now. Uh God, music industry. But in closing, um, listen, thanks so much for introducing me to these three bands, man. Again, what do we have here? Sewer Rats and who else? Four... Four Stroke and Silent Order. Fantastic bands. Great. Well, thank you. And Ottawa thanks you. And I'm glad you enjoy them and definitely pick up their stuff. Well, I hope that people listen to this and also decide to take them out with them because there are... I have some... some punk rock bands that listen to this and uh i'm telling you now these guys can throw down with just about anybody in the business right now and i've seen a lot great music and thank you for introducing me and thanks for coming on again and oh, no um, problem. this is where you should really plug some of your stuff right now whatever yeah. you've got going on well, i, know first you don't I want, want to thank you for all of the in- awesome industrial bands that you've <laughs> shown me i mean good stuff that's why I listen when I'm not on. You know what I mean? I'm glad I'm not on a lot because then I get to listen to a lot of awesome music. So it's just that. me giving back a little tiny bit. <laughs> All right, but thank you. me coming up, I don't know. I um, October. It's not only Halloween. It's uh, my most recent publishing gig with Postscripts to Darkness. Postscripts to Darkness, issue four, volume four has a story of mine, and I'm reading that story at one of the launches here in Ottawa on the 8th, I believe. I have to double-check that. But on the 12th, um, there's a, the Ottawa Small Press Book Fair that I'll be at with Mandy DeGate. You've oh, had she, Mandy DeGate. Oh, yeah, she's uh, Society 13 Zone, too. She's here, too. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So I'll be hanging out with her on the 12th with uh, Chris Carroll, another Ottawa author. There's Crime and Kink and Horror Noir. And we'll be manning a booth and hopefully hopefully not scaring the norms too, too badly and hoping to pull out a few more horror fans. There seems to be more and more at the uh, Small Press Book Fair every year. So hopefully we'll see some more, especially with the toxic twins of me and Mandy. Yes. Have to, yeah, I'm, I'm not afraid to have you both on at the same time. It'll be a great show. Um, and, uh, yeah, Mandy, well, she's got some things in the works with us, but we're going to see if that ever comes to fruition. Oh, we'll she's see. a busy lady. Yes. She's a busy lady, and busy now she's good. got knives. I mean, oh my God. Yes. Sharp knives. I'm scared. But you're a brave <laughs> man for being able to handle the both of us at the same time. Um, I'm not afraid of anything. But listen, thank you so much. And, uh, well, we're going to hear a lot more Lydia very soon. We'll just say that on Kettle Whistle Radio. Thanks again, and thanks for listening. And uh, if you want to say goodnight, go for it. No problem. See you later, and have a good night, everyone. And I'd like to add, you can definitely catch the band Silent Order. Silent Order, which was the last band we played. They have two dates in PA, actually, and this is the tour as follows. Um, after you listen to this today, uh, let's see here. We've got uh, October 9th in Trenton, New Jersey. Um, let's see here. October 10th, Silent Order is in Richmond, Virginia. October 11th, Philadelphia, PA, Junior's Bar with Nightfall, Rodent Lord, and Element. Uh, also the Skull Fox. Let's see, October 12th, Silent Order is going to be in Pittsburgh. So if you liked what you heard by Silent Order, they are in Pittsburgh on October 12th. That's the Saturday Zombie Fest, unfortunately. Maybe I can get there later that night. I should try that. And that's uh, they're in Pittsburgh at Rock Room with Negligence, 
herpes, illegals, and batworm. Looks like October 13th are in Detroit, Michigan as well. Not familiar with the venue, and I don't have that, but look up Silent Order. All right, and thanks for listening, guys. Are you a fan of classic cinema or a young person who wants to discover the best films of all time? Do these legendary movies still hold up? On the Generation Film Podcast, two guys who grew up when movies dominated the culture share a great film with a panel of young movie lovers and see how it plays for today's generation. We discuss changes in storytelling styles, representation, the making of each film, its initial reception, and how its meaning has changed over the years. Join us as we explore cinema classics across generations on Generation Film. Hey there, I'm DC. I host the Rock Podcast, Back to the Arena, The Interviews. It's about a 30-minute podcast where I talk one-on-one with a band who has released new music. You can find us on all the best podcast sites like Spotify, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, and more. If you're a rock band like me, subscribe today to Back to the Arena, The Interviews. Electric Acid. Electric acid.